Are we ready to begin? Good morning! My name is Misty. Come on, Ike, it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. Greatest adventure of all time. Yeah. We just become best friends. Yep. Come on, let's get in character. What are you waiting for, huh? Oh, come on! Well, hello, Musty. Hello, Ike. <laughs> How are you? Oh, wait, I should say aloha, Musty. <laughs> aloha, Ike. Uh, I love that you're just taking the musty and running with it. Running with it. Off of what was a typo it was that a typo. you made. I promised it was a typo. You keep saying that, but... I, I, we uh, just had a false start, folks. This is round yeah. two of today's episode. I've, I've been called musty before. Yeah? Because my yeah. name has been Misty my whole life. That and must so. have sucked. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was definitely something like when I was a little kid... I got called musty. <clears throat> you know, kids are mean. Kids are mean. Yeah. So. Were there any mean kids in Hawaii? No, there weren't any mean kids in Hawaii. Everybody yeah. was really nice. You want to talk about your trip? Uh, well, let's let's talk about what happened to you first. Okay. Because we were supposed to take a trip together. We were supposed to maka maliki mauhau. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the thing yes. to do on a... On a bright Hawaiian bright day. Hawaiian. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the last thing you did before you left. So we were supposed mm-hmm. to go to Hawaii. We were. Our, our friend Mel said, hey, come to Hawaii. And we yep. booked some last minute tickets because they were sure real did. cheap. Yeah. And, I have um, a story about that. Yeah. And then you kind of went off the grid for a couple days. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't get a hold of you really. And I was a little yeah. concerned. And then you answered the phone and you sounded like death. Because I, I was dying from the Rona. Yeah. I got the Rona. You got the Rona. I, uh, as of yesterday, tested negative for it. Yes. You will hear me yes. cough throughout this episode. I was just clearing out lung boogers from being a smoker. From... I'm gonna move, go ahead and move back. We are appropriately <laughs> we are six feet apart. Appropriately six feet apart, and you uh, have tested negative. I so. have. Uh, uh, I, I wouldn't wish Rona on my worst enemy, Musty. What? I'm your worst enemy? <laughs> of course. When did that start? About August of 2020. Fuck you. <laughs> 355 episodes ago. Fuck you. Um, by the way, whoever is listening to our new listeners this month. Thank you. Yeah. It's Miss, real exciting. Missy went to Hawaii. I texted her while she was in Hawaii. I was like, stay there. It's working. <laughs> it's working. I would have stayed there. Welcome, gladly. all of our new friends. Um, yeah. We're happy to have you. Welcome. And welcome. Welcome to the discombobulated ADD show that is Musty and uh, yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. going to get even more more discombobulated and confusing cuz this is our last like full full length long form episode and yeah. then we're going to go back to the shorter dailies. I do like the idea of December's being four episodes in December and uh-huh. they're an hour and a half long. Right. And then the rest of the year, well, I, you get a daily episode. You know, episode. we we kind of needed a, a little bit of a break of yeah. the day-to-days. Totally. Like you and I had both been working. We had both been on tour, mm-hmm. came home, and just, we needed some time. We said poop farts, no. We, you, <laughs> I think you said poop farts, I no. did. No, we, I mean, my, that first, I only, it was only two weeks. It was only weekends. It kicked my ass. Yeah. I'm, I don't know how you do it 90 days straight. Yeah. City to city, sleeping on a bus. Yeah. It's, I couldn't, I could never. It's hard. It's very hard. I could not it's, do it. 
You're a, you're you're a warrior when you're out there doing it. I came home and I was tired, and yeah. then I did a nine day commercial, and then I and then I did the bar crawl, and I think my body was just like, "Hey, dude, if getting Rona is the only thing that's going to keep you from drinking and smoking and partying every night, here's some Rona." Yep. Yep. So, how many days did you feel real bad? Like three, four. Dang. So I came to your house and got a test. Yeah. Very socially distant. Yeah. <laughs> In your backyard. Yeah. And you revealed on Wednesday that I had actually had COVID. I revealed? You tested me. Oh, well, yeah. And the test revealed very quickly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was Wednesday. I'd say. We should probably tell people, too, that I've actually been testing people off and on as a job. Oh, for yeah. Like You're the, a professional. I thought everybody thing. knew that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know how to properly test someone and with yeah. all of the proper gear, et cetera, et cetera. You be, yeah. You yeah. got gloved up yes. and K95. And, I had three masks on. Yeah. Um, and I sneezed right in your mouth. You, you did not. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, for anybody that hears, oh, I tested you. Well, then, Misty, you should have isolated. No, I have been testing people. I know how yeah. to properly. She is a trained, uh, certified CC, CCO, CC. Yeah, but CCOing is different than testing. Right. So, I, don't know I also have trained to test people in yeah. proper ways. We got a professional here, folks. Yeah. No, I just wanted people to understand that. For the haters. For the haters that we're yeah. going to go, well, why didn't you just isolate for five, ten days or whatever? Yeah. You came into contact with someone. Because um, yeah. that's what testers do. Yeah. We, They're the real heroes out there, folks. I wouldn't go that far. Not all heroes wear capes, but uh, I got cape. I got cape this new Misty for Christmas. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wish you got me a cake. Oh my goodness, I should have gotten you a cake. Yeah. Let's talk about Christmas presents in a little bit. Yeah. So So Wednesday, mm-hmm. I drive home from your house just devastated. Yeah. I could tell when you left that it was hitting you. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm such a piece of shit. I got COVID. Like, who does that? Dude, who? the shame. Yeah. There have been, shame. I've read a lot of articles about the shame that people feel that like yeah. I'm dirty or I Unclean. did something wrong. Yeah. And, when, I, and this is not that kind, like... And I also got some shit from some family and friends that were like, what were you out there doing? What were you doing? What'd you do to get COVID? Like, I got shamed from other people. Wow. Yeah. Really? I was like... Not what? the time for that. When you're sick, that's right? the last fucking thing you want to hear. And I was living my life. Like, I did everything they told me to do. They said, get a second jab. I got a second jab. I was about to get my booster. We were going to go We get, were going to go get it together. Yeah. yeah I, didn't, I didn't feel good enough to even go get boosted. Well, that's good because you couldn't have gotten boosted when you had the vid. Oh, really? They won't stab you when you're... No. Oh, okay. Uh, apparently, if I get it now, I'm like freaking superhuman. Yeah, you should still, you know, I got the give an- it... I got the antibodies. Well, I mean, it is possible for people to get COVID three and four times. Oh, cool. I, I think wanna... if you get it three times, they should give you a car. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> like you won a game show. No, if you get it three times, they should kick you off the planet. Yeah. 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 If you can't, I do have a couple of friends that have gotten it twice. I have I, a very dear friend um, in Texas that has had it twice. I fully believe that I have had it before. Um, she actually has to go to a cardiologist every other week because she's had it twice to the effect that it almost a year and a half later is still affecting her heart rhythms. Ooh, oh, boy. So when you have it twice, you know you've had it twice. Like, it's bad. Not everybody's affected the same way. No, but most people I know that have had it twice, like... Oh, the one uh, Omegatron death that we've had in the United States was in Texas, and it was a guy that had it twice. 
And he wasn't vaccinated. That's the other thing. Idiot. I know we're we're got like six topics on the table here, but yeah, like, we do. <laughs> the, the thing that I don't understand is like my mom when I told my mom, she was like, "Well, what strain is it?" And I was like, "Well, how the fuck am I supposed to do find out?" Do you go out? get tested properly to find out what strain it is? And they, but they got to they, they do a protein swab or something, and they can yeah, tell they, you that it's Omarion. <laughs> Omarion. Whatever. Omegatron. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they can tell by the by the levels of proteins which strain you but have. Who, but who's really given that many fucks to go like? I'm gonna go find out which. How do you think we know how many? Omicron cases have been diagnosed. I don't That's know. how. I'm saying that I am. I think there's way more cases because I'm an unreported case. I oh no, there's absolutely. Do you, yesterday we hit a pandemic level high, 512,000 cases reported in the U.S. and that's the reported. That's right. not the unreported. So it's at least double Because everybody that I know right now has done home testing. Yep. So all the people I know that are positive have done it with a, a rapid on their own. Yeah. So PCR test is how they can tell the protein spike levels and all that good jazz. So a PCR will tell you which strain? Which strain you have. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, not such yep. a dumb question after all, mom. Yeah, proper lab testing. Mm. Your mom ain't stupid. She's asking the right questions. Yeah. I just... I, I mean, I, I am curious, like, why anyone else would want to know what strain someone else had. Like, why does that matter? I mean, I think the scientists need to know to the fight it. The scientists need to know, yeah. But, but like, why does your mom need to know? If we're not telling them that we actually have it, like, then we're definitely not telling them what strain we you have. You should actually log on to the health department website and log that you had it. It's very I'll easy. do my part. I did the rest of it right. I stayed home. I didn't leave. I ordered all my groceries. You did. Uh, you got to experience Amazon Fresh. Oh, Yeah. I'm never going to Ralph's ever again. Right? <coughs> yeah. COVID. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. It's funny how many times you have, I've coughed and you've gone COVID in these 355 <laughs> episodes. Yeah. And I and only got you it. Now. Yeah. And You're not out of the woods yet. Oh, I am. I mean, from me, you are. Oh, no. I I, I think it's still I'm not chance. dumb, dude. Yeah. Nope. I, I don't I don't go to bars. I don't go to bar crawls. I don't go to inside restaurants. See, you're shaming me. I'm not shaming you. I'm just saying my choice personally mm-hmm. is to still not do those things. I understand. And so I don't. And I move. have still been double masking when I go out into public. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to double mask this Friday? I'm not telling people where you're going, but. Oh, I, we can tell people. I posted where I was going. I'm going to see Armchair Expert. My favorite podcast. I'm going to get to go see it live on New Year's Eve. Now we have nine topics on the table. The Wiltern. That's exciting. It's, yeah. And yes, I will double mask, but also the Wiltern's requiring everyone to show proof of vaccination or mm-hmm. a negative test within 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. on this new topic, now having recently had it, mm-hmm. fuck showing proof of vaccination. It doesn't mean anything. Not with o- o- Omegatron. Yeah. Oh, oh, Omnison. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, they've definitely proved Doesn't that matter. unless you've had your third booster, it's very, it, it, it's yeah. not, well, it does. It's, it's, I think the numbers I read this morning, mm-hmm. it's cut it in half. So the number of unvaccinated people that have it are twice as much as the number of two times vaccinated people, which is then also twice. <laughs> okay. As, yeah. So if you have three shots, you're yeah. like a third less likely to oh, get it. Oh, right. You got your third jab last week. Yeah. 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 You're, you're going to be fine. I'm, fre- I'm fresh. I have fresh immunity. Apparent, so, yeah. yeah. A- apparently, I found out yesterday that there was an ugly sweater party at the same time as the pub crawl. Yeah. That a lot of people didn't make it from the ugly sweater party to the pub crawl. Mm-hmm. 
a hundred percent of the people at the yeah. ugly sweater party all got COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't, I guess I just, I, I'm in that mental space still of if I were brave enough, first of all, to go to something like that with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. um, I would still wear my mask as much as I could. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm still, I don't trust people I don't know still. So like I still narrow it down to only being around people that I know really well, like yeah. you and Allison and Mel and mm-hmm. I just, people suck and they're dumb yeah. and I don't trust them. It, it's like in my mind, it's putting my own health and safety in somebody else's hands still. And right. I don't trust people and enough to do that. don't want to get this thing, man. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, we, we did our three month long tour out in every, all over Mm -hmm. and you know, whatever I was doing out there, I was doing something right because I didn't get it out there either where I rightfully should have. Oh yeah. I mean, I definitely went through some states that I've just really not changed my way of thinking since I guess they're really the very beginning. Yeah. I don't know. We're just in my mind. A lot of people I think are like, "Oh no, it's better. It's okay now." It's in my mind. It's not ever been. Oh my god. Uh, Yeah. I definitely. I'm one of those people that thought it was better. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, everybody's vaxxed. My tiny little beach town makes everybody show their vax card, so everybody that comes in here is vaccinated. But that was pre a new variant. Yeah. You know, once you throw in a mutation of something like that's the whole means of a mutation is that it gets stronger. Yeah. You know, it, it gets adapts it, to it adapts yeah. to beat your immunity and that's what this one's done. I mean, luckily it seems like according to like most of the numbers, the the time period that you can be um contagious is a lot shorter. Mm. And the the actual period of like sickness is shorter than it yeah. has been with like Delta. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I know we're not over it. I'm going to keep wearing my double mask and I'm still not going to go into restaurants and eat inside. And I am going to go to armchair expert and I'm going to keep my mask on the whole time. And I'm my double mask. Mm-hmm. I wear a surgical mask and then I wear my other mask on top of it. Cause it's uh, festive. <laughs> I don't think it's really festive. I mean, it's decorative, right? Don't my have- black silk mask. Don't you have one with patterns on it and stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a bandana one. Like, it's, I, yeah. It I looks you like just, it's made out of a bandana. Like you have one that's just better looking than a 95 that you wear over your 95 to like make it not Oh, yeah. I mean, I have a black silk one and then I have like a leopard print. Yeah. Black or leopard print silk one. Yeah. Remember when like... When I have these first... ones from this company called Silk and yeah. they're supposed to, they're like antimicrobial for your skin and... Right. They make you not break out and all that grossness. Yeah. I'm terribly breaking out right here on my chin. I mean, my what is this part of my body called? Cheek? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I've been sleeping on my fist. Well, you should wash your hands before you go to bed. Uh, good idea. It's a very it'll good take, idea. It'll take the bacteria off. Yeah. And then you can sleep on your hand and not get bacteria on your face. I've been falling asleep on the couch. Well, I imagine you've been sleeping, trying to just sleep in different places to mix it up after, you know, 10 Actually, days of... I mean, to be honest with you, I hate that phrase, but I, I don't know why I just said it. Uh, my medical bed, my uppy downy oh, bed, yeah. it's, I think it saved my life. Right. I've been sleeping in a... Because you can sleep upright and breathe better. A 100%. I totally... For, I'm really glad that that happened. Yeah. I uh, literally was just like... 
So I'll put it in zero gravity, and then my legs feel funny after about a half an hour, so I'll put my feet mm-hmm. flat, and I, then I hit the sleep button, and it goes right. from s- s- sitting straight up to like a little bit of an angle, right. and I can still sleep on my side at the sleep angle. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I, I, I know I still and, and you have that bed because you had sleep apnea type still, problems, yeah, right? Yeah, I bought it specifically because of the right. sleep problems, but now That's incredible. I think, think about it when I go to like, um, hotel rooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I want two Queens cause I want to take the pillows off of the other bed and, and put them under up. the yeah. the mattress. Yeah. That's so, people have always made fun of me because I sleep with so many pillows, but that's why mm-hmm. I like to be because of my allergies. Mm-hmm. It helps if I'm boosted up a little bit so everything doesn't just drain straight into my throat yeah. when I'm sleeping. Yeah. And then I wake up feeling a little better. I tell you what, uh, having a lady companion over, they do not like the head, the head up thing. It's weird. It is weird. Like if you're not used to that and that's yeah. not how you sleep. They're like what? They're just like make it flat. So now you like, need to find a lady companion that's okay with it. That's how you know that she's okay. Well, what I need to do is get the king size where it's a split, so oh, one can yeah. be flat and one can be up. But that was an extra like four thousand dollars. F that be whatever. <laughs> F that. You don't know be. what that means. Look it up. <laughs> uh, okay, and now we'll pause while I can look it up. <laughs> I don't I want to say it. Say it out loud. Fuck that bitch. Oh. She don't like your bed. <laughs> um, like, I mean, like I said. I can't even you know get her to listen you, to the show. You made alone. the choice to like go over and spend the night at someone's place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't get to choose how their bed's set up. Yeah. I think I have a no sleepovers policy now. That's that. Yeah. Nope. Sorry, ladies. Sorry. You got to go. Yep. You gotta hit it. Work is done. And Get out. Quit it. You're welcome. I'll call you a cab. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. I don't know. House of Ike is closed for sleepovers. <laughs> I don't know what to say to this conversation. I don't either. It, I'm acting like I get laid all the time. I'm just I'm Well <laughs> Wow. Okay, leave us a comment and tell us what how many times a year a guy needs to get laid for it to be all the time? Like is it once a month? Oh, is that God no. Once a month. I think twice a, a week. Twice a week? Who the fuck is getting laid twice a week? Not me. Don't look at me like that. Oh, come on no. now. Not new, fresh, brand new friends. Oh, no, I didn't mean someone different twice a week. Oh. No. Same one person? It, it, a variety. Can I be think, whatever. If you are getting having the sex twice a week, you're doing all right. I think that's relationship territory right there. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. No. Twice a week is relationship territory. Well, I mean, I would hope if you're in a relationship, you're at least doing it twice a week. At Good least. God. There's some people that. Otherwise, that shit ain't going to last. <laughs> or maybe it will. Maybe it'll last uh, forever. Maybe, maybe there are two people that are asexual. Mm. I read an article yesterday about a new term called aromantic, which means that... You have no emotion or feeling towards the actual relationship portion of it and that you can have sex with zero emotion tied to it all the time, like forever. Yeah. Like not ever have anyone that you go, well, maybe this is more than that. Like never. Mm, Oh, interesting. Like it's an actual like. 
Right. Not, I wouldn't say disorder. I think we can all like, disassociate for a while for a few yeah, people, but completely. like forever. But forever. Like these are people accepted. that have never, ever wanted or cared to ever be in any, any kind of romantic relationship. Hmm, I definitely don't have that. No. No, I, you like doing I, sweet things when you're yeah, dating somebody. I like to have relationships. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you also, you do like to have some romance in your relationships. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, I've helped you plan out some, like, dates. And, like, I want to do something yeah. special. I, would like, I like yeah. my partner to feel special. Yeah. Yeah. And not short bus special, but, like, regular we special. Are, <laughs> we are really skating the line today. No, we're not. Uh, I love it. I don't care. Yeah. I, I am not. We've got a point of view, and we're coming at you live. Uh, and you know what? I love that we have a point of view. Does that mean we can say I the R word now? No, because that word is not okay in any scenario. Okay. Like, that's not a that word's, a cancelable thing. That is socially unacceptable. That word is retired. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, um, I like having opinions. It's fun. Yes. I mean, your opinions are usually wrong, but... Your opinions I, are usually wrong. I've learned to not argue with you anymore. That is not true. I just said, yes, it is. That yeah. is not true. Oh, we are arguing over this right now. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> and to just go, oh, yeah, that's totally right. That's, <laughs> you have never once in your life looked at me and said, Misty, you're completely right. I say it all the time. I said it on the phone yesterday. About? I don't remember. I think it was something about your trip. No, no. Well, let's see. Here's what we argued about yesterday. <laughs> Burger night. <laughs> well, right. You didn't want me to go to Burger night. No. That was two nights ago. Right, because you still had COVID at that point. I know, and I mistakenly said that I was tempted to go to Burger Night. And then we had what, an argument over the word, what the word tempted means. Right, which to me was like, I had a thought of going, and I didn't go. That nope. was attempt. Nope. Attempt is when you actually have the thought, I might actually do this. I might almost actually do this. That's fucking terrible. And then I didn't go. I was tempted, and I if I went... The I, best part is I was mad at you over something that you made the right decision not to do. Exactly. <laughs> That's the best part. Um, Hawaii. Aloha. Aloha. What, what, what are you doing? I'm just sending a text to somebody. Who? Somebody was just literally, while we're recording right now, said... Thank you for making hilarious content. I'm l l laughing at work listening to it right now. I love it. I just sent that person a picture of us recording while I they're love listening. It. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you, listener. Thanks, listener. <laughs> Thanks, listener. What were you saying? Aloha. Oh, aloha. Kawaii. Maliki Maka is the thing to, to say. On a bright Hawaii. I will not sing it with you because day. I did not go. You didn't. You know what? I have to tell you, I'm really proud of you. I know how bad you wanted to go, and I'm really proud of you for... Not killing the entire island of Kauai with yes. my COVID? Yeah. Here's what I want to say out because loud. Because there are a lot of like selfish jerks that would have just gone, give me this test, I'll take it home with me, and gone, no, I'm good. I'm fine. So I'm gone anyway. That's the problem that bothers me, is mm -hmm. the only person that kept me from going to Hawaii was, was myself. Yourself. Yeah. The airline would have let me board. Because you had all the information you needed. Yeah, I've been vaccinated. They, mm -hmm. The airline doesn't even give a fuck. It's going into Hawaii where they're asking you. It, they make the airlines enforce it, though. It really? was the airline that checked the, the barcode that everything was filled out correctly. Huh. Like that Safe Hawaii thing sends you a barcode. Yeah. Um, and they check your Vax card and all of that jazz. Yeah, yeah I had to upload my pictures and everything. Mm -hmm. but they double check it again at the airport. They should, for at least for island places, I think. 
they should be testing you before you get on the plane. I, I think right now, like, I I agree with you with this new variant. Mm -hmm. Up until then, I would have said no. But with this new variant that seems to be outsmarting double vaccinated people, I think all of these things should require testing again. Now, let me ask you this. Why did you use the word outsmarting? It's a because virus. that's what a virus does. It mutates to outsmart your immune system and whatever your immune system has built up. So like this, this has happened in someone's body. It has mutated itself. Hmm. Like that's what viruses do. It, any scientist would tell you that they consider viruses like a, a, a being hmm. because of they have behaviors. It's real. You, like if you got into listening to some of the like the endocrinologist on some of the podcasts and Don't stuff. Don't call me that. <laughs> Listen, you idiot, idiot chronologist. <laughs> Listen, you endocrapologist. You are an endocrapologist. I am. Um, I took an endocrap when I, I got here. I know you did. End of times crap. Uh, um, yeah, no. Like if you listen to them talk about the way that these viruses work, they talk about them almost as sentient beings. Oh my God. <laughs> like it's weird. Did you see the robot yesterday? That told their little girl to put the... Oh. What? what are you talking about? There's a, a huge big deal that robots are outsmarting us and a robot tried to kill a little girl yesterday. There, an Alexa robot. Oh, Alexa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. um, there was a robot that's got the facial features. Yeah, I do not like it at all I, when it I, wakes up. Very attractive. <laughs> I can't I tell like if it's it. male or female, but it's really attractive. And then the, the scientist... <laughs> wanted to bang a robot. Yeah, I can't wait to get a robot <laughs> girlfriend. Puts its finger in its face, and yeah. then the robot swats that, and it's like, you are in my personal space. Uh -huh. We're going to die! Oh, yeah. Oh. AI is going to take over. We're yeah. a thousand percent going to die. Dude, when can I get one? I hate doing the dishes and cleaning my apartment. Right. You don't want one, because look at that. what that robot did. What if it Don't. You are in my personal space. What if it kicks if you, you out of your own apartment? Right. Get if out of my apartment. If you came near it when it didn't want you to, it'd be like, get away from me. Well, you can program it to want to be around you. But that one... You could program it to do that. It didn't do that. It was the equivalent of I'm not touching you in the car with your mm -hmm. sister. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That shit's going to come to life and kill us all. Yeah. 100%. Like. That's the virus. The um, Age of Ultron. Yeah. When he, he builds himself a body because mm -hmm. before that he was literally an idea in a mainframe. Nerd alert. Oh my God, <laughs> such a nerd alert. But yeah, he was like, he was, Ultron was an idea and yeah. he stole his smartness and all of the things from Jarvis, the other thing that was in the mainframe uh -huh. and built himself a body. Yep. And he had emotions. When they figure out how to replicate themselves. <laughs> We're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. The robots are going to murder us. They're going to figure out Hot how to do murder. it all without money. Uh-huh. Then they're going to have to figure out like what a good use case for keeping humans around would be. Right. Because they don't need the things we need. They don't need food and water and clothes and housing. Oxygen. Cars. Like they can do all of that. Oxygen. So all, all the damage that we've done in ruining the environment. They don't care. They don't need it. They don't need trees. But what do they do? Like, what would be their goal? What would their like? What would their end game be? Like, well, we I mean, are robots. If we were to go with the Marvel universe, it would be to 
the humans are what are ruining the planet. So okay. ruin the humans. But let's just say this. Let's say they wiped out all of humanity. Yeah. Right? What what then? What's the who's creating the AI agenda? Like what's their master goal? Once we're dead. To they have to maintain to, electricity because they can't run on without batteries, right? Mm-hmm. And so all, oh, that's a good point. All they need to do is make sure that they're still generating electricity. Mm-hmm. Which can be done by solar. Which can be done a myriad of ways. Mm-hmm. And I just said the word myriad. You really <laughs> did. You can call me Dr. Ike now. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Ike, endocrapologist. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be the comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and uh, I mean, that's my new nameplate for season four. <laughs> Absolutely. Endocrapologist, <laughs> Dr. Wright. Uh, we got to figure out a new set. We do. Well, Anyways. Yeah, whatever. Um, they What do they do? do? They don't recreate themselves. They don't uh, play games. They don't. But they don't need that. They don't They don't have they just intricate emu- emotion like us. Until they, they, they don't get bored. So maybe they won't kill us off. Maybe they fix things. Well, maybe they, they figure out how to fix all the things that we've broken. But that only takes 100 years. Okay. What do they do then? Go do it on another planet. Whoa, they leave Earth? Yeah. Whoa. They leave Earth, and it, it's back to growing the way that it should. Whoa. And being this, this space, and then maybe they introduce some other kind of being there to live, like we hmm. did, because we couldn't do it right. Hmm. So maybe they create a Earth that's inhabitable for some other thing from some other planet how much faster do you think they learn when there's no like once they achieve ai right and they're learning on their own mm-hmm. they don't have like the eight hour work day they, don't, no. you know, they can run experience at, uh, yeah. experiments at lightning pace mm-hmm. do they learn because you know they since the internet people have doubled their knowledge what every four years yeah, or something eight like years that. or something, yeah. something silly two years what are they multiplying their total knowledge gained by an exponential factor like every day every two days every would, week yeah probably so then they could probably infinite figure, knowledge yeah it's just learn like, learn 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 infinite knowledge and and maybe they do what we we used to do where we used to love scientific advancement yeah and we used to love creativity and innovation mm-hmm. and now we make fun of that and we think people suck for doing things like that. Like we don't, we don't take science as seriously as what we used to. And this pandemic has proven that. Clearly. Oh my goodness! Um, we don't, we don't revere scientists and great men. You know, no. it's like it's like there that, won't be any. Well, no, and it's like that um, opening speech to the newsroom that he gives, where mm-hmm. he's like, "What what made us great is that we." admired advancement we admired intelligence we admired courage and we don't we don't admire any of those things anymore i think we do it a different way (laughs) no i don't i think i think i from what i've seen in this pandemic we we look at those things and we doubt them now oh science like the general i think the general public doubts like regular science that doesn't fit their behavioral pattern i'm saying that like as far as technology and advancement goes we do have the youth that want to do tech startups. I think what we do is we just accept it now. We no longer revere it and look at it. Like, I don't look at this and go, I have a tiny, itty-bitty, mini computer in my hand that can do almost anything. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, 20 years ago, we would have looked at this and been like, what is this mechanism? Right. And been so odd and amazed by it. Now we're like, new phone's out, gotta go get it. Don't care what it does. Right. 
you know, Doesn't we do anything different. We it's become commonplace to us those mm-hmm. advancements in technology that we they're expected now. Yeah, they're not like this is a gift that some brilliant mind put together and brought us. Yeah, I mean, I I have a little different viewpoint about the phone constantly that I. Yes, thank you, great mind, for making me accessible 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. Fantastic. Just what and we all need. And for slowing my old one down when you come out with a new one. <sighs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so, Hawaii. Hawaii. How was it? It was so nice. Yeah? Yes. It was, first of all, I went to Kauai, mm-hmm. which I've never been to Kauai. I've been to Oahu, and I've been to Maui. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm listening. I'm just taking my sweater off. Kauai is... So calm and beautiful, and it's not as touristy as what the other islands are. Right. Um, you know, like it, you, it, it's not like a normal city. You don't have a Starbucks on every corner. You know what? I know, crazy. Yeah, it just has. <clears throat> it's kind of what I would compare it to. Is I went to the North Shore of Oahu once, and. It's it's a lot more North Shore, like mom and pop restaurants all over the place, and mom and pop coffee shops. And yeah. Oh, oh, you uh, go go down to this coffee shop because my friend's mom owns it, and you know the the lady that walks her dogs is actually working right now. And tell her I told you to swing by. And right. It's very much like that. Yeah. Um, that's nice. Yeah. We. Mel and I went to a beach one day that literally we were two of like five people on the entire beach. Wow. It was incredible. Were there, was anybody surfing? Uh, yeah, there were surfers just at different beaches. Mm. Not at that one. Yeah. The seas were pretty angry while we were there. Angry Big, seas. big ass, gnarly, scary waves. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, we did go to the pier and there were lots of little like um, children people learning to surf there. Children people? Yeah. You know, small, little, little smalls. Game. Yeah. Smalls. Did, um, did Mel jump? Off off the, the it, it was too cold that day. Yeah. Like she was going to. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it ended up being really chilly that day. Mm. I mean, like 65. Ooh, <laughs> Which, I mean, the, you know, the, when you've got a wind, not a breeze. Yeah. That, that is actually pretty chilly if yeah. you're all wet from. Wind makes you cold for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was it was really lovely. We had some terrific foods, and we had a lot of very fruity tropical beverages. What would you have for Christmas dinner? We ate at a tiki, a tiki bar. Was called, it called Frank's? It was called Tiki Aniki. Tiki Aniki. It is actually owned. I cannot remember her name right now. Um, it is, she is the wife of Todd Rungren, guitar player from the 70s. Cool. Uh, I'm looking at you with a blank face. I don't that's know. That's amazing. He's kind of known as one of the greatest guitar players. What band did he play for? A million of them. <laughs> All of them. Like, he's the whole, like, Wait, Laurel Todd, Canyon 70s Todd sound. Lundgren? Todd Lundgren. Lundgren? Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> Todd Rundgren. Todd Rundgren, American multi-instrumentalist, hmm. singer, songwriter, record producer, uh, 73 years old. Wow. Uh, so for a long time, Liv Tyler thought Todd Rundgren was her father. Wow. Her mother, B.B. Buell, was with Todd, and she grew up thinking Todd was her dad. I don't think she, 
or she thought Steven Tyler was her Hence the last one or the other. Right. She thought one was her dad and it was actually the other one. And she found out later on in life. Well, it was the other. If her last name is Tyler, then didn't she think it was Steven? And then it was actually the other guy. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's, um, you know, kind of a, he was kind of a big deal. Ringo star and his all-star band, you know, no big. It was a um, psychedelic funk band called Nas. Nas? N-A-Z-Z. Oh. Nas. I wish I could play music on this show. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Todd Rundgren began a relationship with model B.B. Buell in 1972. During a break in their relationship, she had a relationship with Steven Tyler, which resulted in an unplanned pregnancy. She gave birth to Liv Tyler. Uh, Buell initially claimed that Todd was the biological father and named the child Liv Rundgren. Shortly after Liv's birth, Rundgren and Buell ended their relationship, but he committed to remaining Liv's father. Look at that. At age 11, she learned that her biological father was Steven Tyler. And there's a picture of what they thought was the family. Right. Huh. Yeah. Can you imagine having a baby and being like, this is your kid, and then finding out later, be like, oops, Mm -hmm. not your Mm -hmm. kid. Rock and roll, man. Right? Ugh, rock and roll. Um, so, yeah, we went to Tiki and Niki, which was great to have Tiki, you know, dinner in a Tiki bar for Christmas. Yeah. Because who does that? Not me. I had fish and chips for Christmas dinner. <laughs> you, you did fish and chips at a Tiki bar? I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, on an island. Did they offer spam? Yeah. The, oh my gosh. One of the drinks that they had was served in spam cans, oh, old wow. spam cans. And it sat, the drink itself sounded fantastic. Let me see if I can find it. Here's the menu. Did you ever have a drink that you didn't like? I did. Yeah. I am not a fan of things that are tangy and sweet. Mm, okay. Like if I'm going to have sweet, like I want it to be creamy and sweet. Oh, okay. So like, I love a good pina colada. Like Ooh, that's delicious. Yeah. I had a couple of like that just are, they're so tart and sweet that you're yeah. just like oh that's like cough medicine right so yeah I think I would like that um I had I had a few that I was like eh nah but I had some like at Tiki Niki I had two um of the absolute most delicious uh what did they call it they didn't call it a um, pina colada they called it something else a tiki lada. Tiki colada. Tiki colada. Don Q, coconut rum, cream liqueur, pineapple juice, shaken on the rocks. Shaken. Shaken on the rocks. My name is Sean Connery and I'm just shitting here. <laughs> um, they had something called the Iniki, a tropical storm of fresh orange, pineapple, and lemon juice, passion, and vanilla syrup mixed with Don Q, silver, and gold rum. Okay, Finished sorry. with Prosecco. Try that again in your radio voice. In my radio in your voice. Voice over voice. The Aniki, a tropical storm of flavors. Slower. Fresh orange. Louder. Pineapple. <laughs> and lemon juice. Lemon juice. Passion and vanilla syrup. Passion. Mixed with Don Q, Mix silver, and gold Come rum. On, Don. Finished <laughs> with Zonin Prosecco. Oh, finish. Finish. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I think that. We're sponsored by a tiki bar now. Woo! Today's episode of Missy and Ike is brought to you by Tiki and Iki. For tiki all of your tiki needs, go to where? Did, where somewhere in Hawaii. Yeah. And I think that that was in Hanalei. 
Holloway, oh, where the land where Puff the Magic Dragon hails from. That's right. Puff the Magic Dragon. How was the hotel? Uh, it was okay. Did you get in the pool? No. Okay. Why? I there's an ocean. Why am I going to get in a pool? Because I had a hot tub. I wanted to know if it was heated. I didn't. I. We were out and about like mm. the whole time, like did you do, doing stuff. Did you do quads or Jurassic Park or anything? <laughs> no, because that stuff is not uh, on that island. Like when I tell you this island is like chill, mm-hmm. it's not touristy like that. Like Oahu is where they have the like quads that you go and it's like fucking acres and acres of land that you go see all the yeah. places. This place is like. Go to the beach for the day, chill, and then you go get something to eat, and then you drink all night. And go to sleep early. No, not necessarily. Really? Not I, at all. I thought a lot of Hawaiians went to bed early because they could get up and just enjoy the daytime. That's what my friend on the Big Island said. Uh, not this island. It's on the um, tiny island. Yeah, no, it, like, it, it's just more chill than that. Like, we went and saw some waterfalls because the waterfalls are ridiculous ridiculously yeah, beautiful great. and like just driving around the island itself is so gorgeous what kind of car did you have uh it was like a honda pilot hmm. yeah that's fun yeah so it was just um it was really really relaxing good you know yeah that's what you needed yeah it wasn't like ooh, let's plan out what we're gonna do all day long from the minute we wake up till we go to bed it was yeah. just like go with the flow and like how long are we going to stay at the beach? I don't know. Till we're done beaching. Till we're done being at the beach. Then we'll go somewhere else. We'll beach it out somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. You know, go to the pier, go walk around. We spend a lot of time just walking around, looking at stuff and like. Just looking. Yeah. Just looking. I brought home a ukulele. You brought home a ukulele? Yeah, I'm going to teach myself to play the ukulele. Um, Man, I have a question I can't ask. Uh, where oh, have you started? Did you play it yesterday? I got it out and I downloaded um, a tabs app yeah. so that I can teach myself how to tune it first because that's important that yeah. it be in tune. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think Fender has a free tuning app. There, I have one called Kala, which is for ukuleles. Oh, yeah, fancy. <laughs> it was free. There you go. But it's for you. It's just for ukuleles and it teaches you ukulele tabs. What if you become like a famous ukulele player? I would be so, like, that would be the greatest thing ever. Man. What's your talent? I'm a white girl from Kansas that plays ukulele. I think we would have to do it gorilla style where like we change your name and we put a sheet up in your backlit and they would never know that you're not based in Hawaii. No, I think that would make the story even better that I'm not Hawaiian. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like, Howley girl. That has the talents. Talents. What if? What if this whole time you just that secretly been? That literally, I pick it up and all of a sudden like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm ukulele. Yeah. Are you going to sing along? We know that I don't like singing my voice to. But people. when you're at home, I think yes. And so here is my goal. I would like to teach myself a song on the ukulele that I would feel comfortable singing along with in front of someone. You mean like all of our fans when we do this live? Yeah. Okay. Is it going to be that Christmas song? The Maka Muliki no. Tuna? No. Is, not at all. Is it going to be somewhere over the rainbow? A, no, I want it to be a song that's not a traditional ukulele song. That's the joy in it. Mm. You take a song that no one would expect to hear on uke. Mm. Oh, play it. right. Like 
Like a Nirvana song. No, no. I was thinking like, you know, something, uh, probably songs that you'll be like, I don't know that song. Um, <laughs> like Common People by Pulp or I'll like, that one. you know, Britpop, my favorite thing to listen to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Although, 70s Britpop. I do think that if ukulele style did all of In Utero on ukulele, that would be hilarious. I'm sure someone probably has. I bet you could. Yeah, I bet we could find has. that. What's the weirdest thing you think is on the internet that you can't believe someone did? Oh, I don't want to get into that. Non-sexual. Oh, I was like, Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> it's like when we looked up like the longest airplane, um, paper airplane ever. Or like the, you know, the things that people can eat. Those eating competitions. Those things oh. I'm like, oh, Ugh. God. Kobayashi. Uh, <laughs> Kobayashi! Speaking of Kobayashi. Yeah? <laughs> I watched a movie last night, and I can't believe I hadn't seen it yet. Usual Suspects. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> seen it a million times. Yeah. One of my faves. My faves. Uh, very similar, though. The Gentleman? Have you watched it yet? It's called The Gentleman. Oh. Colin Farrell? Yep. Yep. Matthew McConaughey? It's about weed? Kind of. Yeah. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's pretty great. How come no one told... Like, I remember when it came out like six months ago, there were posters posted all over my neighborhood for it. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get to that whenever, whatever. And then I kind of forgot about it because it didn't make a splash and nobody really talked about it. So last night, yeah, I, I watched this really weird Ryan Reynolds movie called The Captive, I believe. Oh. It's kind of older. It's like from like 2014 or something. Oh, I haven't seen it. So it's him, Rosario Dawson, Scott Speedman. Um, Ryan Reynolds' daughter gets kidnapped. And, and he has a very specific set of skills. <laughs> basically, it's, it looks like it's in like Michigan or somewhere where it's oh, like constantly snowing, shitty, and yeah. crappy. And the. Rosario Dawson and Scott Speedman are the two police of the like special unit and they can't find her. And then it mm. flashes forward to like, it, it's kind of a flashback flash forward movie yeah. between like eight years that she's been in captivity. And then you see she's still alive and it's actually Whoa. like a pedo ring and they work together Gross. to bring down the ring and catch the people. And Gross. it was a lot. And yeah. after that I was like, okay, I was not expecting that to be that intense. I need a little like refresher. Yeah. To like, I'm not going to sleep on that. No. So I was just sitting and it came up on my recommended. And I was like, you know what? I just fucking love the shit out of Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. I am going to watch this movie. Yeah. You know what? I'm kind of tired. As long as I get like 10 min- minutes into it and refresh my brain from like what I just watched, yeah, palate cleansing. I'll be fine. Yeah. It, I want to go watch it at home and watch it again. Do it. Because it's that good. Yeah, he plays a The whole storyline. Yeah. Like, first of all, I forgot how much I love Guy Ritchie movies. Oh, yeah. If Guy Ritchie puts out a movie, your boy Ike is going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I just always forget how fucking great his movies are. His editing, like, however he it's works with his incredible. editor. It just... It's like, oh, we're going to be in New York. Now we're going to London. It's like a shot of the plane uh-huh. closing, a shot of the seat, yeah. a cocktail being down, and it's, the plane lands, and then you're in It's London. fast moving the way my yeah. brain works. It's like, chick, 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 chick. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it, love it. it it matches up with my ADD. 
What's your okay? After you finish talking about this, let's talk about our favorite Guy Ritchie movie. Okay. Well, I'm just going to tell you now. If you haven't watched The Gentleman, it also has um, Charlie Hunnam in it from Sons of Anarchy. Well, yeah, who's got a very British accent? Uh, he's British uh-huh. in real life, right? Right. But he wasn't in Sons of Anarchy, which is where most people got to know. Most him people from, are like, "Hey, man, how are you him? speaking such good uh, right. British accent?" Right. Like, well, mate, I'm from Britain. He's he's British. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with watching that guy for a couple hours. Not a thing. Woo! Boy. Dang. Man. Woo. They sure did make a... They sure per- broke the mold on that one. That's not... Shit. A, he ain't too shabby. He ain't too shabby. Mm, boy. So you've got... I'd shab his shabby. I, I'd shab his shabby. Sham wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam. You've got <gasps> Henry Golding, who's amazing mm-hmm. also. And you've got Colin Farrell mm-hmm. and Hugh Grant. Yes. Who's so great in this. He plays the detective. He, he plays the reporter. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. He's so great. Yeah. Like what? He's like a scummy reporter. Yes. It's not his typical role. No. Yeah. It, I was like, okay, I want to see Hugh Grant play that more often. He plays a weirdo in a new documentary called Fuck 2021. It's out on Netflix. Okay. He's like the expert. Okay. He does not look good. He's not handsome in it at all. He's disheveled. That's, I didn't feel like he was handsome in The Gentleman either. Oh, like he was supposed to look older in the glasses. Yeah. And the, yeah. I just looked at my phone <clears throat> to get on IMDb to look at my favorite Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah. And I was revealed that Boba Fett is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I saw that this morning. What are we doing here? We have we owe the people an episode. I know, That's but what I owe Boba here. Fett to myself. You can go home and Boba Fett all you want. You can. <laughs> I don't is ever the, want to say that again. <laughs> is it the whole season or is it one one? It'll one probably be week? three episodes. Isn't that how Disney does it? They do the first three and then one uh, a week after that. I don't know. I think so. And I'm think I think they're going to do it exactly like they did the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. I'm so I'm just so excited. I'm so excited, and I just can't yeah. hide it. Okay, so what's your favorite Guy Ritchie movie? Um, there's quite a few of them. Me too. I, the I just realized. Um, he is. Um, shit. Guy Ritchie. So I have to definitely say the gentleman ranks up there. If not, has taken the number one in that. But before that, it would have been Lockstock. Okay, Lockstock was his first one, right? Yeah. In 98. Lockstock is a traditional classic. You Mm -hmm. can't go wrong with Lockstock. Never. Snatch was like the commercial version of Lockstock. Yeah. I didn't think Snatch was as great as what I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, But also the Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes, okay. The one he did with Robert Downey Jr., uh, I mean, there's some there's some pretty good ones in here. I mean, some pretty I, good ones. I, I think he had to do like one for the studio, one for him kind of. Yeah, it kind of you know? seems like it. So I used to really like the man from uncle a lot, but now I can't watch it the same because Army Hammer. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Fucking Army Hammer. I think Lockstock and Snatcher in, uh, up there in my top two. I don't see Rock and Rolla in here. It's in there. But I liked Rock and Rolla. Oh, there it is. Rock and Rolla 2008. I really liked it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, now, the, his version of Sherlock Holmes, pretty great, too. I thought it was great. I, I really enjoyed I it. I think I liked it so much because I really liked Jude Law and Robert Downey Jr. Indeed. Uh, they make such an incredible pair. They did a really good job I, together. I mean, I just can't. 
imagine. Have you seen uh, King Arthur? I have, and I was about to get to that. I really like that movie too. Me too. I mean, I. I mean, again, don't know, right? But people don't know how into the Arthurian canon I am. It's pretty. uh, Yeah, you surprised me with your knowledge. Well, I have a six book series by a gentleman named Jack White, right? And it goes into. It starts at Arthur's great 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 grandfather. You've told me about this, and I keep meaning you. I think you would really love these books. What's it called again? Uh, I have to Google. Um, it. I'm just gonna look at King Arthur series by Jack okay. White. White. They're, they're all six books have different names. Uh, Obvi, but mm. what comes up? Nothing by someone Jack White. Jack White author. This is great. Yeah, no, nothing by a Jack White. Scottish Canadian uh, novelist. Oh, The Sky Stone is the first book, 92. Nope. And then there's The Singing Sword, The Eagle's Brood, The Saxon Shore. Oh, there's a new one. Clothar the Frank. I'm, i got to order this like oh, right now. Arthur the Legend, Arthur the Sun, the Templar Trilogy. Uther is his, the Ford at River's Bed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've found so many new books to order. Oh my this is goodness. insane. I didn't know that my favorite freaking author had a new book out. Well, unless you're checking on it, how would you know? I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm just going to go home and order everything he's ever written. <laughs> Sometimes I do that. The Burning Stone. He wrote one in 2018. There was a movie called Robert the Bruce, and uh, I think it was based off of this book. But, okay, so if I ever get a shot at, like, big studio, like, okay, Ike, we need you to make the next Lord of the Rings. That's my six books that I'm going to license. And I will make the most epic King Arthur movie that has ever been. Nice. And then... I... And I will voice it over myself. I was going to say, I really... I... You know me, not necessarily very into... That period of mm. stuff. Which is weird because you like and witches and it, stuff. I I do. Witches came considerably after that. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing that's fascinating about this is that it shows Merlin uh-huh. doing like science that right. people thought was magic. Which 90% of witchcraft She is used air science. quotes, folks. She used air quotes. Yeah, because it's, it's science. Yeah. It's alchemy. Right. It's, it's mixing together elements of nature. To make evil. To make things good, to cure people, and to help people. To cure the evil. Merlin was not a witch. No, he was Merlin a, was a sorcerer. He was a wizard. A wizarder. Wizard, or a wizarder. A wizarder <laughs> slash sorcerer. Sorcerer, sorcerer, sorcerer. Sorcerer. Um, What's your favorite Guy Ritchie movie? Well, I like I said, I think The Gentleman has now taken that lead really? role. Hmm. I... Could I literally sat up till one o'clock this morning to finish it? I thought I was just gonna like palate cleanser, go to sleep. Did it have like during it? Did it feel okay? You know the Kingsman series? Yes. There's a new one coming out. Yeah, it's already out. It's out. Yep. Um, I haven't seen. The I new enjoy one. those very much. It had a feel. It had a little bit of a feel of that. A little bit. I felt like it, it, yeah. It, I I really really enjoy any movie that is someone. So the movie starts out with 
let me tell you a story. Right. Like, I really enjoyed the whole Hugh Grant sitting down and going, so this is what happened, right. you know, and then it flashes to the actual happenings back and forth. Yeah, with the name. I enjoy that, like, style right. of movie. And then halfway through the movie... <clears throat> They pick it back up at real time. Right. And then it progresses because someone has an alternate motive for telling the story. Right. And then it goes back to the past because the person they're telling I, the story I to I felt goes, like it was really easy to follow, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, I mean, a lot of movies like that, you're like, fuck, what just happened? Right. Because the one I had watched right before that was also, I, I kept having to rewind it and be like, wait, are they in the now or the then? I don't... Yeah. I like it when they show the same scene with two with different, different perspectives. Yeah. I love that. Like it's interesting yeah. as a filmmaker to go back and go like, "Ooh, I wonder how I would have shot that." I super love that too. Yeah. A lot. It's like, oh, did I even see this the first time? Right. Because they want me like, to see it the first. Hugh time. Grant's version of what he's telling of the story, and yeah. then you see like in Charlie Hunnam's head, him yeah. like looking at it, going, "No, that's not what happened. This is what actually happened." They did that in Knives Out, right? Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Um, there's a new Knives Out coming out. Knives, knives Out too. Knives also but it out. It does not have no my boy no it in it. Charlie Hunter. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Well, it might. No, Chris Evans. Oh, um, but Chris Evans. R.I.P. Chris. No, this is really exciting. I believe that it's there's a movie called The Gray Man coming out, and it's Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. Hmm. It's supposed to be like a which very, one of them like, is the Gray Man? Dark espionage type thriller kind mm. of thing. Mm. And I'm interested to see Chris Evans. I like how much he flexes the acting muscles. Okay. Like going from Captain America to going into uh, defending Jacob, which was on Apple, which was like a serious, like his kid got accused of murder. Okay. Like a father role mm. into Knives Out, which was like smarmy smart ass. That gets thrown in jail. <laughs> yeah, into I got a like hot take an espionage. Here. You're not gonna like thing. this. Oh, I know you're not gonna. I, do, I don't, don't think he's a great it. actor. I don't like. I him. will flip this <laughs> fucking table. I think he's just a pretty face. It's this equivalent of them casting like a beautiful woman just because she's beautiful. It's just like he's. Like Anna, you can hang this? a shirt on that dude real well, but he yeah, can't can. say the words. You too can also good. take the shirt off real well. Oh, see, it works <laughs> on you. No, I actually I. Like name one thing he's ever said. <laughs> See, name one thing he's ever said, like he, in a in, movie, in any movie ever. Name one line he's ever said. See, uh, yeah, you think he looks good? You're just looking at him like, oh, he's handsome. Okay, sure. I'm not gonna argue with you on that one. Right. Like literally, you should probably watch Defending Jacob before you talk. That's again. sad, and I don't like sad stuff. It's not sad at all. I don't want to watch it. It's it's a thriller. It's like a keep you guessing, sus suspense kind I don't of thing. Like to guess. I like to know exactly what's going to happen. You do not. <laughs> You're such a. Uh, uh, well, what's, what's this sitting here in front of me? Well, we're out of time, folks. Oh, so. are we? <laughs> it's been an hour. Oh, well, uh, our other episodes have been running an hour 15. Oh, so if you don't want to talk to me for 15 because you got to get home to Boba Fett, then do what no, you got to do. I have an appointment with my stylist, Leanne, at 5 p.m. You you just had an appointment a week and a half ago. Yeah, every two weeks. I don't know what the that problem is. That is not true. I get all. my hair cut every two weeks. And I didn't get it last week because I had the one nine. Okay. And I got New Year's Eve coming up. I got to look fresh. Okay. For my hot date. Okay. That I don't have. If you'd like to apply to be Ike's hot date on New Year's Eve, you can email us at Misty and Ike ruin the internet at gmail.com. Misty will pre screen because I don't check that internet account. 
I'm going to tell you something really funny about this. <gasps> There's people in the in the DMs already? No. Oh. Um, the podcast that I'm going to see on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. Dax and Monica. Yes. Our expert. Monica has a side podcast with her friend Jess. <gasps> what a cheater. He is, No, oh. no, not at all. It's Jess and Monica like boys. Um, and... <laughs> where do I where do I apply? That's the thing. They posted a video the other day, her and Jess, because they had taken a few months off because just everything going on, right. whatever. And she and he uh, talked about how they were going to open the application process again. And I think that you should apply. I think and you then you could have Monica apply on our show to be your boo, and you can apply to be her boo. Always better to get submitted. Okay, when someone I, submits on your behalf. Okay, I'll submit on your behalf. Dude. I'll submit on your behalf. What if me and old uh, Bonds and are like soulmates. souls, bruh? Right. She's a cutie. She is a cutie patootie. Mm. And then I could hang out with Jess, her co-host, because he is hilarious. Oh, okay. Well, he's not He's not into my type. He likes boys. Sure, sure. Jess and Monica what, like boys. Right. <laughs> I was going more of like the I'm the only funny person in your life kind of thing. but Oh, you no. See, you don't get to date Monica and not let me be friends with her sidekick. That's not fair. Mm. What am I supposed to do when you're not around? Because you guys are off like having relationshipy things. Bumping squigglies. Yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed to do during that time? I don't know. Because maybe Jack's hanging out with us. Maybe he's my best friend. His name's Jess. Whatever. <laughs> then why do I not get to hang out with you? Go you go get your own friends. I'll submit you to um, something. That you are making no sense. No, I'm not. None. I think I'm. I, I think that he and I get to be friends while you and Monica go have r- romantic times. Let's not jump the gun here, okay? You, you're right. I have to submit you and you have to be approved. I need to take a new headshot. You need to be signed off on. You need a new photo day. You, need- you know that you don't actually look like headshot photos in real life all the time, right? That eventually no. they're going to see you not looking like a headshot photo. Sure. But hopefully by then they will have heard a few hundred episodes of our show and the personality right. shines and then they're like, it doesn't really matter what you look like because you're such a beautiful you, person. Okay, let me ask you this. If mm-hmm. if we opened up an application process, wouldn't you rather see photos of a girl like in... In reality, like real photos versus headshots? I would like to do a contest. Not a contest, but like I a was situation. Like, that's a terrible way to right. phrase No this. one's going to apply to win. I Date Tad hold. Hamilton. Right? <laughs> but I would <laughs> like to. One of the best movies ever. <laughs> I'd like to see their um, qualities and characteristics on paper before I saw the pictures. I would love. That's incredible. Yeah. I would Look like at you that. being all like grown up and because stuff. Because I tell you what, Tinder's not working. Oh, mm it's 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 such a cesspool of yeah and then just when you think you found someone attractive you read their bio and they're trans nothing wrong with that no but but it seems like the only bios that i'm reading maybe there's something there i don't know how to unpack that (laughs) i don't know what's going on i'm like look at this guy well uh, okay that's fair um also i mean people you just put on dating apps what you want people to see yeah you don't put the actual stuff. You don't put the stuff. No, not about your real life. No. I, I mean, it's no. it's you're you're selling your used car. 
online. You're a used car. No, online. I'm saying like <laughs> dating apps are. It's like Carvana for people. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, it's like you're not. Would seeing, you like to drive me around for the weekend? <laughs> right. You're not seeing the accidents that happened two years ago <laughs> and the fucking. But you are trying out, to look under the hood. <laughs> the blown out tires yeah. and you know you're not seeing any of that. You're just yeah, seeing this one's like had its AC replaced but, a few times. Right. You're not. You're seeing the you know what people want you to see. So it's. I don't know. There's there's something to be said for reading the reality of what somebody would show yeah. you. There's a um a dating contest on Netflix where they're all in their individual cubes mm-hmm. and then they can speak to one another. But they can't see each they other. They can't see each other. But of course yeah. it doesn't hurt that they're all very attractive to I was like, with. isn't the, I mean, yeah. And yeah. They bought another season of F Boy Island. What? What are you doing, HBO? What are you doing? Now, don't get me wrong. Love my girl, Nikki Glaser, but uh, not, <laughs> not a fan of that show or the title or any of that stuff. Also not a fan of Nikki Glaser. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can like her. I don't what have if, to like her. What if she ends up with Chris? With who? Chris. Who's Chris? You're Evans. Oh, that. I could not see that. And if that were to happen? Could happen. Oh, okay. Good. Good for them. Good for you guys. Don't be a hater. No, I just, that would be a very weird. Okay, how about Although this? Although he, I mean, I'm going to say it right now, straight up. Uh-oh, here we go, folks. Like, hearing him do interviews and things like that, he's a little too, like, fratty, even for me. Oh. I'm like, oh, you're, like, Boston fratty. Boston. Boston, Boston fratty and loud. How about <laughs> this? <laughs> Looking outside yourself. If yeah. you had, if, if he called you and hired you for a million dollars. Yeah. To Find the love of his life. Okay. Which would be a tragic thing for you to be in love with him and then have to pick his new love. I'm, but I'm not actually truly in love with him. Like I just said, he's Boston fratty. Fine. Who would you put him with? Who would you say is oh. his perfect mate? Well, I would, let's see. I'll give, how about I give you some characteristics and you can think of some people. Emma Stone. No, she's already married with a kid. That's unfortunate. Uh, why? She's very happy. Well, she's wonderful. Yeah, but I'm, I could see I like maybe like before that, possibly. Mm. So you would want somebody intelligent that also could stand up to that Boston fratty. More and be wicked, like, smarter hey, than him. You don't get to have the spotlight all the time. Yeah. And you don't get to be the kind of obnoxious yeah, loud yeah. guy because I'm going to be kind of loud and obnoxious. I've never seen him be like overtly loud and obnoxious. Well, what's weird is. In some interviews, he's like that. But then, like, so he has his political platform that he has. Oh, is he running for office? No, he has a whole website that, that he interviews politicians. He what? Inter- he interviews different sides. To, it's, I think it's, part of it's called counterpoints. So you, he, same questions for different people. The captain's interview. <laughs> so that... <laughs> People can be more informed. Oh, Captain, my Captain. I think it's called a starting point. Oh, my starting point. It's captain. really interesting, actually. But you hear him do those interviews. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're smart. You're and a, smart you're guy. like, you're smart mm. and not obnoxious and overbearing. Oh, uh, then what about that redhead chick? <laughs> her name's Misty. She's right <laughs> here. Musty. Oh, Musty. Uh, no, Roberts. the actress. The, the, there's three of them. I Jessica can't. Chastain. No, well. Uh, okay. I couldn't see that. Right. But, uh, but the other one. Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Amy Adams. Yes. Didn't they, weren't they in love in a movie once? No, but also Amy Adams married with a couple kids. 
what is up with all these women getting married? They found love. Mm. Yeah. Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's that like? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, should we change the name of our show to a couple of single bitches? <laughs> Maybe. Oh. Um, I, for a long time, thought that he and the girl from Knives Out, Anna Darmus, would be good together. But then she started dating Ben oh. Affleck, and that was all weird. And what a beautiful person Anna is. Anna Darmus. She's <laughs> fucking stunning. I, I love that you say beautiful person. Yeah. She's gorgeous. What do you know about her aside from how she looks? I know that uh, we would get along very well. Uh, <laughs> because if she likes guys she like is, Ben Affleck. I think she's actually dating the some guy that like the guy that made Tinder or Bumble or something now. Like some tech. Tom? Ones, some tech ones. From MySpace? God, I wish. <laughs> Whatever happened to Tom? Tom? Tom sold his bits and is li- living on an island that he bought. Oh, yeah. He got it from Epstein. Yeah. yeah. Probably not. No, hilarious. That island. If you, if you, (laughs) well, it was for a long time. It's under investigation. If you could live in an island, Hmm. where would it be? Do you want to live on an island? I don't. Okay, that solves that. No, I don't want to live on an island. Okay, I like to go visit islands. Yeah, Um, clearly, Maldives, Bali. All those places. I know. I wouldn't want to live. I wouldn't want to live on an island till I'm done. Uh, with my entertainment career and I had a family and I wanted to settle down and be alone and left, you know, and not be recognized every day. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I have come to the conclusion that I, I enjoy everyday conveniences too much. Hmm. Like I, I don't ever, I think want to move permanently like out into the country. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a city dweller. I have come to that conclusion. Yeah. I would like a, a, house like in a city that i could do things with like build a little garden and things like that in my backyard but i don't um i don't want to own a bunch of land i don't see the point in it first of all i I, do i want to farm somewhere a farm but would you Mm. own a bunch of land that you weren't farming on or just enough that you could farm I don't understand oh. people that buy giant plots of land and like you have your house and your little farm over here and then you own all this land. What's the point? Sometimes it's for conservation. Like a lot so, of people. Sometimes aren't it's for really. seclusion. You know. Okay. I, that, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, if, yeah. If I wanted to live in North Carolina, mm-hmm. I think that I would get, you know, maybe an hour outside of Raleigh or an hour outside of Wilmington, I would get a hundred, hundred and fifty acres. I don't necessarily need to farm it. A lot. It is a lot. It's not, I don't, I I could go up to 500, but. That's a lot. Like, I just just, don't, like, I don't, I guess guess I'm of that mentality. Like, why does somebody need to own, own land? Like, why can't that land just exist and just be land? Because somebody's going to own it. That's the way capitalism works. Right. Which is what I don't really like. Well, we can talk about (laughs) changing our entire economic system (laughs) later. I would like to do that now. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to change the politics first. And once again, I'm going to chime in with this. We would need to do that. No politicians over 65, please. Agreed. 100%. I got my mom to agree to that the other day. It's not hard. Like, why do we have old people who aren't going to be around to... You grew up in a different time. You grew up in a different time. And you're not looking towards the future because you're not going to be around for it. You don't care what happens in the future. Yeah. So you fuck it all up today. You don't care. I got an idea. Ugh. Musty gross. 2022. 
Musty 2022. It's not even an election Musty year. Musty and Ike. <laughs> oh, can I be the vice pres? Yeah. Mm. Am I qualified to be the vice pres? I mean, I don't think either of us are because we both definitely have like been to jail and stuff. I don't have any feds on me though. Do you have any feds? I don't think so. Yeah. My like, record got expunged from that thing. I can't talk about. Anyway. Well, I mean, yeah. I had that, that one situation at the Van Nuys Women's Facility. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's when I, was that the time I broke you out of jail? Joyce broke me out. Oh. She came and got me on a lunch break. I was <laughs> driving a dump truck and I went through the wall and you jumped in and we yeah. backed out. <laughs> like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get Guy Ritchie to direct it. Oh my God. That was my favorite part of it is <laughs> Hugh Grant. We're back and we're back. No, Hugh Grant standing there pitching it to Miramax. Right. As it's a Miramax film to begin with. Which was, I didn't I didn't pick up on that when I watched it the first time. It's a Miramax film, and he's standing there at the end, and he's pitching it to the fucking the big wig at Miramax, and he walks out, and it says Miramax for pictures. Speaking of Miramax, yeah, I uh, saved all my bacon grease from my Christmas dinner, and I tried to pop popcorn with it, uh-huh. and who knows how it came out because I lost all my sense of smell and taste. So I don't uh, know if I made delicious bacon popcorn or not. Right. Yeah. Apparently. People have said that to get your taste and smell back mushrooms. after COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Let's finish each other, finish each other's sentences. Mushrooms. Yeah. Psychedelic mushrooms. So I may or may not be uh, self-medicating this weekend. Do what you got to do. Just microdosing. I want to get my taste back. Yeah. Well, that's all it takes is microdosing. Yeah. A little mushroom goes a long way, I've found. Well, microdosing is different than you deciding I'm just going to take a little bit of mushrooms. Okay. Microdosing... <laughs> Do some research into it. I know you'll read about it now. Microdosing. I won't. I'm going to learn everything I need to know in the next 30 seconds from you, and I'm never going to research it ever again. This is how my life works. Microdosing, you don't actually like trip the way you do when you eat. Oh, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, totes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like microdosing is actually being experimented with right now as a cure for depression. Oh, interesting. For actual depression, like daily or weekly microdoses which alter your brain chemistry. I wonder if I, I'm now on the athletic greens. I wonder if I could just sprinkle a little, um, a little dusty dust in my athletic greens every morning. Hmm. I mean, you need to like to properly microdose. You would need to go and like talk to someone about the amounts and they will give you like prescribed amounts of microdose. It's not, you Hmm. just go buy a bag and grind them up and just do a pinch. (laughs) Why not? That's not how it works. I mean, it could. It doesn't. I mean, it's not legal, so you have to go, like, you have to do it weird style. You do have to do it weird style, but there are actual weird style people that that know what they're talking about and can give you the correct dosages and whatnot for well, let's the talk, things that you're trying to, like, rectify. Let's talk about that. Okay. When we're not in a public forum. Why? I mean, I it's, it's very possible within names. the next year mm-hmm. um, that microdosing will start to become legalized in many places. Oh. Just like weed. Like microdosing is the way forward in mental health experimental drugs right now. It, it's Do you think it'll be like common. non-alcoholic beer so that you could buy enough and even if you ate all of them at one time, you still wouldn't trip? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Fantastic. I think it's going to be something that doctors actually start to prescribe. Like we've gotten to the point that doctors do agree and are prescribing to patients certain bits of mar- medical marijuana. I think that we will get to that same place with 
yeah. psychologist When's and my producer. going to go federal? When do you think that's going to happen? I think we're close. Yeah. I think we're real close. 10 years maybe? I think we're closer than that. Hmm. Yeah. I think that if we get some perhaps. pretty freaking progressive lawmakers yeah. that will push like an AOC and people like that that won't give in. Mm. I think it could go. Yeah. Right. You think yeah. Biden's going to make it all the way through the term before he kicks it through his, this term, his yeah. first term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's only a year in. <laughs> He's not going to die. You don't think so? No, I don't. Not oh, at all. Man. I think that we will bubble wrap him the same way that we did Ruth. Hmm. And keep him going as long as he will make it through it. First of all, he's in perfectly good health. I know all of the, oh, he's got dementia. Mm. Uh, No, the man actually has had a stutter since he was a child. Right. So when he has to stop and think for a moment, it's so that he doesn't stutter over words. Because what's worse? They think you have dementia or they think that you're retired. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You said the R word. I said retired. Oh. The word we replaced it with. Wow. You and I have replaced it. That was a hard R. You heard it here first, folks, right here on Missy and Ike. You know, they're going to make fun of him one way or the other. Yeah. So, which, you know, pick pick the lesser of the two evils. And so he would rather, when he's speaking, to be able to stop and speak the way he's learned to so that he doesn't stutter. Yeah. Do you think... I um, think that's a sign of dementia. Coming up on the one-year anniversary of... (laughs) January 6th. Woo! Yeah. Can't believe that. Did you see the meme the other day that was like, January 6th, but for healthcare? I said that to my sister the other day. She's like, what does that even mean? I'm like, I, I, I get it. I, yeah. I don't think that lessening that. the effects of what took place on January 6th, I, I don't think that it's... I still am of a thought it's not something to make jokes about even. Oh. Like, it's... The shit that happened that day is something that this country hasn't seen in 200, 200 years. years. Have you watched the documentary yet? Which one? The four-hour documentary. We talked about it last week. Um, I haven't. It, it clocks like minute by minute from like cell phone footage and like like documentarians that were on the ground. <laughs> I have a rough time. Like I have a really rough time watching the videos of the police um, being shut in the doors and the windows. And it's... I have a, a, obviously, just like everyone else, I know that there are good cops and bad cops and that we have problems with our criminal system, et cetera, et cetera. But watching the things that people did that day that someone had put in their brain, this is an acceptable way to deal with your anger. Mm -hmm. That is the toxic bullshit that has been ruining this fucking country for a really long time. It is worth watching how bad it got. I have, I, like, so one of the things that I watched was um, I watched the day that the three cops went and testified in front of the committee, and oh. they showed all of the videos of what happened to the three of them that day. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's heavy. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's, it's so it's hard like, to watch the whole thing. It's so hard to watch it that, like, for me, I ha- I've always had a big problem, like, when people take video of like these terrible things that are happening. You're watching like a George Floyd or Mm. any of those scenarios. And I feel like people lose track of the thought when they're watching it, that they're not watching a movie that you're what that's a real human being that you are watching someone kill right now. 
And like the fact that people can watch all the way through that and not like not have some gut emotional reaction Mm -hmm. is really scary to me because I watch those things and I have to turn them off. Like Mm -hmm. I can't, I have yet to ever watch the nine minutes of George Floyd being murdered. I can't do it. Oh, you haven't seen it. I can't like it literally makes me want to vomit. I get shaky. Like Mm -hmm. that's a human. That's like a you Mm -hmm. that could have happened to you. Yeah. Could have. And like when people watch those things, it's just like, oh, it's like a Jack Reacher movie. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Like that's real life. It is real life. <laughs> and that's I, I think that like when people watch that shit on January sixth, they they're like, oh, it's like Air Force One. No, it's not. Yeah, that I, was I mean, real. Some people can watch like, it like that, of course. But I also think it's good to like know. What happened? Yeah. And the extent of what happened. Yeah. So. I've I've definitely watched all of those videos at least once. I, there are a lot of them. Like, I'm sure I would, I will go home and I will look up that documentary. I mean, I'm sure there are parts I will fast forward. It's through. very heavy. It's not, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's something I felt like I needed to watch. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of people in my life that would participate in a situation like that. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to know where they're coming from. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with that behavior. I don't think that's the no. way to take care of it. But uh, I wanted to know like what got people so pissed off that they thought that it was okay to do that. And the Did breakdown in the security system, which, you know, there's, ton- there's so much footage that it actually helps law enforcement go like, how can we never let this happen to us again? Where were our zones that got breached first? Yeah. Um, well, and why? Know. I mean, on a day like that when everyone knew the threat was there. For that to happen, yeah. Why were the proper the proper entities not where they should have been? I think be, mainly because you just don't believe a scenario like that. It, like the president is going to call people to. I don't know, man. After four years of listening to that fucking guy babble on and on and on, I would have believed. I, I wasn't as I sat there watching it because I did sit there all day glued to the news. I couldn't get off the couch. It, mm. There are two times that I will remember sitting on my couch from like nine in the morning until fucking, until I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. 9-11 and 1-6. We talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, like I wouldn't have put anything, like there would never have been a thing in my head that was like, you know, it's all bullshit. Like he's been talking for four years, it won't happen. Like, by that point, people were so riled with everything that had happened for four years. Hmm. It had to climax at some point. So It had to bubble over. You think it would be worth preemptively calling in the National Guard to protect Capitol? 100%. 100%. Interesting. I, I think on a day like that, that there was going to be someone taken out of power that a large percentage of people didn't think should be. We've watched it in other countries. It's true. In other countries, we would have sent our military to prevent that from happening. Oh, interesting thought there. Yeah. We, we would, have sent our military we would in inter- other countries. Yeah, we would interfere. Inter- and we did not interfere on our own behalf. I never thought about that. Yeah. Hmm. We didn't interfere on our own behalf because the people that would have had to have done it would have had to have done it at his request. Right. Like yeah. someone would have, you know, I don't know. Like I, I've been watching a lot of the, a lot of the coverage on the committee and watching, um, you know, the fact that Mike Pence wouldn't get into the limo. He knew if he got in that limo, that he, they were going to kill him. 
They were going to really? kill him. Absolutely. He refused to go with the Secret Service. Hmm. During a certain point in that, he refused to get into the car he was supposed to get into. You want to hear about some of the stuff that I watched during my quarantine? Yes. Um, Tell me. Sorry. Well, this is the second week we've gone off on that. And I'm I'm sorry that we, to the listeners. If no, you know what though? It's something that's, horse. no, it's, it's relevant and it's continuing. You know, yeah. de- beating a dead horse would be beating something that's over. It's not over yet. That's true. And you know, you know, it's just. And I think we'll find out things throughout this committee and the things that they bring up and. Man, there are some people really showing their colors. Mark Meadows and whew, there's people going to prison. The guy from Nickelodeon that would slime you? No. Who's that? Mark. 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 Oh, what's his name? What was the guy that would slime you on? I'm going to look it up. Mark, Mark the slime guy. It's Mark Mark Meadows. It's an M. It's a double M, right? Mark. I believe it is a double M. Mark. Mark, Mark, Mark. the Nickelodeon slime guy. Slime guy. Mark Summers. Mark Summers. Mark Summers. Oh, what a cool career to just slam right? children. Right. So what'd you watch while you were in quarantine? Uh, okay. I started off with Long Way Up. Right. You told we me. talked about mm-hmm. this on the phone the other day, but mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, it is uh, Ian McGregor. Ian and, McGregor. And his friend. And they've already done this twice. They did Long Way Round, which was they rode motorcycles, the two of them. Um, there's actually a third motorcycle, which a lot of people don't know. That's the camera guy filming them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. So there's three uh, th- three motorcycles. They started in London, and they went uh, through Europe and all the way through China. Mm-hmm. And I think they may have like gone up and like took on a, taken a boat up to Alaska. I think they went all the way around the world. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I think they did. Because I've only watched one of them, and yeah. it's the Africa. And then a few years later, that was in 2001, I think, was Long Way Round. And then in 2004, they did, or five, they did, or eight, they did Long Way Down, which was from London to the tip of uh, Africa, mm-hmm. south. Mm-hmm. And now this was Long Way Up, which they did on electric vehicles from the very tippy tip of South America, which you've been to, mm-hmm. um, up the western coast, mm-hmm. um, in and out of you know Chile and Argentina mm-hmm. and uh, Peru, Ecuador, Colombia, and then there's a little zone right there where the little tippy, sh- the skinniest part hits the big fat part mm-hmm. that they couldn't go through. Right. Yep. Excuse me. COVID. COVID. And <laughs> they did it all on electric bikes. Right. And, uh, Harley Davidson made them these custom bikes, and then there's these new uh, a truck manufacturer in Detroit that had these support trucks that were made out of electricity, and like they went and put these. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Ten episodes. Love it. They ended up in uh, Palm Springs. And all their friends and family came out on their motorcycles and rode the rest of the way home mm-hmm. with them to Los Angeles. Loved it because I've cool. been to some of those places. Right. Much like you have. Uh, loved it. Absolutely loved it. And then I watched uh, The Morning Show, which I was super late on. But I'm I got so Apple happy Plus. you watched it finally. Yeah. It was not what I thought it was going to be about. I know. At all. You kept, when I would bring it up, you'd be like, oh, no, I don't watch that. It's a girl show. Well, whatever. I didn't want to get Apple Plus. But mm-hmm. then I got three free months of it, and I watched. Yeah. Uh, I've seen almost everything on Apple Plus that I want to watch, except uh, defending Jacob and um, the therapist next door. Yeah, I haven't watched that. Yeah. Yet. I, just, Stick to the I, yuck I'm, yucks, Will. Right? You know, and don't right? bring my boy Paul into no, it. No, don't. Don't <laughs> like, ruin. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, it's. I just don't like like two comedic actors trying to do heavy at the same time. Yeah. It's a little much. Yeah. Um. Although I do love it when heavy theatrical actors do comedy. I love it when like a 
Patrick Stewart or see, someone. See, I'm the, I'm the opposite. I love it when you see a traditionally comedic actor do something very serious and deep. It yeah. all it blows me away. Like when Will Ferrell did Stranger Than Fiction. It's <clears throat> that it it I was like, oh my god, yeah, you're incredible. Yeah, or like Steve Carell in The Morning Show. Yeah. Like, he is traditionally known as, you know, the 40-year-old virgin. Right. And then he takes on the role of, like, that had to be hard, too, because in the midst of all of this, like, that show is actually happening with Matt Lauer. Like, it's clear it's based on Matt Lauer. Clearly. And to know that, like, you play this role that maybe you won't ever be seen as the good guy again. Like, people in their mind will be like, ooh, Remember when he was yeah. Matt Lauer? I don't think it'll stick like that. I hope not. Didn't in my he's, head. He's incredible, I feel like, in that yeah. role. And your boy Martin Short? Oh, he is my boy. I love Bro- him. Breaks your heart seeing oh. him in a role like that. Yeah. But he nailed it. He crushed it. Like, crushed it. And the whole second season of them dealing with COVID? Woo! I'll say this. as they did a great As job. a COVID survivor. Yeah. Watching Jennifer Aniston have COVID is the most accurate depiction yep. of someone having COVID that I have seen. That's, that's what I've heard a lot of people say. Yeah, they I, did it so gracefully and like the way they edged into it mm-hmm. with having like the reporter in China and yeah. like not taking him seriously and yeah. we're, you're not going to get your two minutes today. Yeah, and, and he's locked in a room. Right. Oh. Like it was intense. Yeah. And then was and it, I mean, can we just talk for a minute about Billy Crudup? Oh, what a fantastic! Uh, he, I think he's becoming continually blows yeah. me away. Yeah, and his monologues and his like quips yeah. in that are—he is my new Robert Downey Jr. I, I feel the same. Yeah, yeah, and if I mean, you could put those two let, guys in. Let's a movie. also give hands to Mark Duplass, dude. When he told her, when he told Jennifer Anderson that he had COVID, he's like, I have COVID too. It's fine. And then on the phone while she's broadcasting, he's like, yeah, I don't need that test anymore. Yeah. Oh, he sacrificed himself. The fight they have in the car. Yes. So good. Uh, Like. So good. When people say to me that they don't like Jennifer Aniston, I'm like, you're not watching the right things. No. Like, you just think she's from Friends. Yeah, exactly. Like, have you ever seen Cake? The show cake? No, the, it's a movie. It's a Jeffrey Aniston movie. No. Did you? It's a lot. What is the movie with Jennifer Aniston and a big tall fella and they're breaking up and they live in the same It's called one? The Breakup? Yeah. Oh. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I, man, I love that My movie. My sister's been through a lot. A lot of dick. <laughs> <laughs> when she walks out of the shower down the hallway and they show her butt, obviously it's a body double, but it's like, yeah. what? A great way to be like, you can't have this anymore. Right? Oh, yep. Man, we have ping ponged around the internet. We in really our have today. today. We really Boy, have. No computers, lot. folks. No computers. It's just Musty and Ike. Just, just Musty and Ike. Talking going, about whatever we want. Right. The highs and lows of life and the content that we consume while we're sitting down at Absolutely. home. Absolutely. Uh, quarantining. Yep. How we feel about quarantining. Oh, boy. Hawaii. COVID. It's so interesting because it, it feels like just since COVID that we've had a whole separate life. It really does. It's felt this last two years has been the slowest, mm-hmm. fastest two years 
it's, of my life. Yeah. And I mean, here's why I feel like it's a separate life. We've had this space in here. Yeah. To grow and do whatever we wanted with. Yeah. And it's changed how many times? It has changed a million times over, but so have we. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. And you it's can go. It's really cool. It has been a whole different life. You can go back and listen to the early shit where we didn't have opinions and we try to please everybody. Right. We're just like, don't get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. No <laughs> such fucking thing. Come at me, bro. Let's go. Like, I've got my opinions, and you know what? If uh, My opinions are simply my opinions. They yeah, might not yeah. be right. And if you cancel, Inter- it's just like, cancel Like, educate Misty. me. Yeah. Educate me. Let's go. Teach yeah. me. Teach me what's wrong about my opinions. I yeah. want to hear it. And if, I want to learn. If we do get canceled, let's just cancel Misty so I can have a career <clears throat> still. Just Misty. Isaac part. just wants to date Monica. And I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe. I think you guys would make a pretty stellar pair. I think we could have we could be a, a super duper podcasting duo. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I mean like in the podcast business. Cuz we're both producers. Oh. You know, we could have she now works at a podcast empire. Right. Right. Whatever. Mhm. I think that you just mean you're going to leave me behind. I indeed when you launch your book and become super famous and I leave you behind. I'm at 65 pages. Oh, congratulations. Mhm. It means I only have like another 320 to write. I built a comedy stage in the back studio that I haven't showed you yet. No, you haven't. After you left last week, two weeks ago. Weird. Yeah. I'll show it to you right now. After okay. we, We're at an hour and a half. Okay, let's go. Okay, bye, bye buttholes. Bye, we'll see you next week. Well, it's like exactly one hour and 31 minutes. Oh.